You see mine? Hello and welcome everyone to today's News Tonight, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our awesome YouTube audience to discuss the day's gaming news. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and today I'm joined by my good friend and GVG co-founder, Ash Paulson, our video editor, Brandon Miracle, and hey. our very special guest, Twitch streamer and Final Fantasy XIV savant, Linky. How you doing, Linky? I am doing pretty good. Thank you for having me here. Hey, I saw the news. I'm like, uh, you know what? He just helped me get through the coils of Bahamut in Final Fantasy XIV. This feels like a nice way to repay. <laughs> no problem. We nice. still got to do that sync run or unsync run of T9 for you. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, uh, that was. Wow. I have not done uh, raid actual raid type stuff. And boy, that kicks your ass. Oh, it uh, does. It does. It, and it could get worse. Oh, I'm I'm sure. I'm like I've seen some of the videos of you and like and some comic Johnny uh going through some of that ready that crazy stuff later on. It's like, oh, oh, that's uh I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's I, frightening. <laughs> I play long enough to get to level eight, which basically means I've seen the whole game, right? I haven't oh, totally. seen anything. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's quite a bit going on there, and I am so close, so close to reaching Heaven's Ward. I just need to finish uh -huh. off the Crystal Tower, which is basically, from what I understand, it's actually kind of a recreation of Final Fantasy III's Crystal Tower. That's interesting oh. and worrying. <laughs> um, and then uh, I just, I'm uh, working through 2.4, and my next primal that I'm going to be fighting or basically summon is Shiva. So nice. getting close to that. So I am making my way through doing all right, but that is all good there. But uh, before we get to any further, we do have a sponsor for today, and that is The Game Orb. The Game Orb is a YouTube channel that brings commentary and gameplay footage from the Nintendo Switch and Xbox Series X gaming systems. While they are still running uh, Let's Plays of Splatoon 2 and Super Mario 64 from the Super Mario 3D All-Stars Collection, they are also adding new games like Sonic Colors Ultimate and Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. Also, there are now shorter videos in a playlist called The Game Orb Minis for clips that are highlighted. So be sure to subscribe to The Game Orb at the link in the description and check out their good friend, The Galactic Reaper. They are currently at, sitting at 363 subscribers, and we are slowly making our way to 400 as we continue to push our support of them. So thank you once again, yes. Game Orb, for all of your uh, generous, generous support. And it is very much appreciated and all the love to you. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Game Orb. As always, I just posted links to both the Game Orb and Galactic Reapers channels in our YouTube chat. So please, please, if you're watching, go check out their content. Drop them a subscribe. They totally deserve it, and they've been supporting GVG from the very beginning. And Eddie and I also just had a really cool Fight of Founder session over the weekend where we, in which we played N64 online games together, and that was a lot of fun. Ooh. So thank you for all the support, Eddie, and thank you for the games. Had a good time on Saturday. So thank you for that. Very nice. Very cool. Yeah. Such All a right. nice orb. Yeah, a very very nice orb. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, absolutely. Yeah. Uh All right. Well, before we get to our first story since we are running a little late with this one, uh we did get a super chat, a very generous super chat before we even started from a Nerds Ramblings uh for $20 saying I'm hoping Frontiers uh for for its Switch port is either a cloud or Switch Pro or too exclusive. 
They, say, they said the game is targeting next-gen, and I don't want the Switch holding back a new 3D Sonic game that has clear ambition going for it. Honestly, well, we'll get more into it uh, as we get to it later. Uh, and thank you very much for that Super Chat, uh, Nerds Ramblings. Um, but uh, I, I have a feeling it might just outright skip the Switch. Either that, or they'll just do a scaled-back version for the Switch. I mean, we've seen they can do that. Sonic, Sonic Colors Ultimate runs, in t- I think, 1080p, 60fps on PS4 and Xbox, whereas on Steam, probably. Uh, but on Switch, it's locked to 30fps. So, you know, they could always just still release a scaled-back, pared-down mm-hmm. version of it for Switch specifically and still not compromise the, you know, current-gen... I don't, I don't know what they call it, current-gen or next-gen versions, but whatever. The PS5 yeah. and Xbox Series <laughs> versions. Uh, but but thank you so much, uh, Nerds Ramblings, for the incredibly generous donation. And you might be the first person I've ever seen ask for a cloud version of anything on Switch. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think I've ever seen I've, that happen. I've not heard good things about the Guardians of the Galaxy on Switch cloud version. I, get I know people are wanting, not happy about Kingdom Hearts. I, I get wanting uh, Switch to not hurt the other versions of Sonic... But I don't. I don't think that'll happen. Even if it does get a pared down version on Switch, as long as they make the game scalable, it should be fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but this this is uh, Sega who decided, like, you know what? The Wii U is doing really good. We should put three exclusive Sonic games on there. <laughs> yeah, and not, not not to mention the same Sega who took the single most well uh, well received and successful Sonic game of the past decade, at least. And decided not to make a follow-up with it within five years, or follow to it in five years, talking, of oh course, God. about Mania. So, yeah, mm-hmm. who knows what, what Sega's going to do. You could never, ever assume you know what Sega's going to do. Re- really not. But, yeah. uh, well, we have some other craziness to talk about. Some things that, you know what? I'm, I'm adding that there's a new inevitability uh, to everyone's life. Death, taxes, and Pokemon Street release dates. Let's get that yep. first story up. Yep. As is annual tradition, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl have leaked early, thanks to retailers, and it is out there and people are playing through it, showing off uh, more of the game uh, thanks to the PokeLeaks subreddit, and uh, Nintendo's trying to uh, combat it and uh, doing all of that. Um, but it's uh, not looking good. I mean, it's it's out there again. I mean... I I am pretty sure I'm not. We're not going to be getting an early review copy. I know that for a fact. But um, I I, it's, I don't think it's even going out to uh, other critics yet. But the retail mm. version's out there. So, Yikes. whoops. <laughs> yeah, this just seems to be inevitable. Uh, you know, kind of like Thanos and and all that. He it just leaks, uh, and especially Pokemon leaks uh, are inevitable. <laughs> and. <laughs> It sucks. I, I never like to see leaks happening. I know it, it, you know, it takes the piss out of a lot of people, you know, fans who don't want to be spoiled, but also a lot of people in the production pipeline and on the developer end who just, you know, there's a lot of, there's so much coordination that goes into a game's development timeline, release, you know, and, and the period of release and PR work and, and having a whole PR campaign. There's so much coordination and leaks just, you know, completely crap all over those efforts. So it's a shame when they happen. Um, but we still got to talk about them when they do happen. So, uh, but, but I think probably a lot of Pokemon fans have been trying to stay unspoiled. I would think just because I know how intense, uh, Pokemon spoilers can get. I don't know if they're doing 
that much to try to avoid being spoiled since these are remakes. I think the big thing that I'm seeing uh, as people are playing through this is, is the platinum content in there? That mm-hmm. is a, uh, that is, that is the big question right now. And also some, some concerns about the music. I don't know if you've heard it yet. Yeah, I actually just, I hadn't heard it yet. I had just read about that though on this article and there are cons- concerns about the soundtrack being, I guess, like a MIDI based soundtrack that mm. sounds different from what's been heard in the trailers. And I'm actually, I'm trying to find some of that right now to, to compare. And I'm wondering if, if the MIDI soundtrack they're talking about, is it the same sound font as the original DS versions? Like, is, did they not even remix the soundtrack or like, what are we talking about here? I have no idea. Um, yeah, there's... I'd have a hard time believing that. <laughs> Me yeah, too. I can't imagine that would be the, the the case. They wouldn't just not offer a remix soundtrack. It, I mean, it, if they do like uh, Pokemon HeartGold and SoulSilver did, is basically have like a backwards compatibility. Like, hey, you want this new music or do you want the old music? There you go. I would love to right. have that. <laughs> that'd, that'd be cool uh, if they gave that gave it as an option. Um, that said, uh, I don't know whether to read this out or not because it's interesting. Uh, because the Irish Jackerman in our uh, patron chat spoiler tagged it but said uh they did look at the leaks and took a look at something and there's signs in here that the entire game actually isn't on the cartridge <laughs> basically that's interesting it's ba- it seems what? like um from what it's from what they're saying the post game <laughs> isn't in there there's no post game so huh. it's possible that um Maybe they were like, okay, we leak all the time. We're going to hold this out and uh, put it in there via a patch on day one. I don't know. And then for like later, pop, later versions of the game, they basically implement the other cop, other half that they basically hold back, which eh? <laughs> I, I mean, it's smart in that way, but it's also like, is it actually going to be out of there? Or is there just no post game, which seems weird because there's definitely even a post game in uh, Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, because you got the uh, the battle tower, right? For Diamond and Pearl? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, because it's been a while since the last play that game. <laughs> and I think it was the Battle Frontier in Platinum. Part one, yeah. Mm-hmm. But oh, even then, the distortion... if it, it would, The distortion world should be the big clue if it ta- is using uh, Platinum stuff. Mm-hmm. But- well, you can still have the distortion world and still have Diamond and Pearl, because... There is still the ability to catch Dialga in a different way by going to the uh, the the area where you catch Dialga in Diamond or Pearl, because that can also lead to the Torsion World, because in Platinum, that's where a portal goes to that way, too. Mm-hmm. True. So huh. it could work like that. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just a weird thing, and especially when this game comes out, it's still two weeks away from a release. Mm-hmm. Like This is so interesting. Yeah, so I've I, I been looking further into the, the music part of, of things, uh, and, and at central leaks on Twitter was retweeting somebody who says, so a friend discovered that the trainer battle theme in Pokemon BDSP sounds like a MIDI because it uses the default trumpet sample. If you were to directly drag the original diamond of pearl mid MIDI directly into Cubase, which I guess is, is some kind of application. Hmm. So I wonder if that means that, that he also says, or they also say that a day one patch is definitely going to be required. And the speculation is that the day one patch contains the final remixed music and that maybe development wasn't exactly smooth. And maybe this is coming in a bit hot, but man, if the day one patch is, is required to deliver the final remixed music to the game, that's pretty, 
I mean, that's pretty wild. No, no pun intended, but I guess we'll see. This is all speculation, of course, but that's that's weird that that's kind it, of how what happened here with the music. It is wild because on one hand, it kind of sucks because now your physical version isn't like the full version of the game. You have those updates and everything else, which, you know, game preservation and all that. On the other hand, hey, the game did just leak and now not everything's spoiled. That's kind of cool. That's kind of nice. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, although, as as the uh, Irish Shackamon does point out in our live audience chat, just a PSA, apparently there were also some Legends Arceus leaks alongside BDSP, so be careful. Uh, I've not uh, seen any of those, oh. thankfully. Yeah, so just be careful. Obviously, there's not as much to spoil with remakes, but Legends Arceus, I know there's a lot that could be spoiled. So just be safe. Yeah. What were you going to say, Linky? I was just going to say there's just a one of those half glass full sort of deal where, hey, glass is half full. You're good with it. Half glass is half empty. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That all that. This People is also will take a, their own. This is, okay, this is also a state of the game that we weren't supposed to see. So, right. You know, you can't fault Ilka for where the game is right now because we're not supposed no. to have it. No. Yeah, so straight up. And I think we, that's, that's a point that a lot of people forget. We can't comment on it for sure until, you know, that day one releases out. That that said, uh, there is merit in the whole games preservation thing when it comes to a hard copy, like Derek said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird situation. It feels a little bit different than the usual, well, it leaked and all these Pokemon are out. The fact that it's a remake this time is, you know, makes it not feel as bad. Although, again, you know, there's stuff out there for Legends Arceus, so... I don't know. It's Pokemon. You know how this stuff goes. It's it's wacky. Uh, all I know is uh, I guess I'll be picking it up day one to try to in, to try and review it. I mean, we'll see how quickly I can get through it because, you know, got to see the post game. Got to see what it's all in there. But I mean, it shouldn't possibly take you more than about 14, 15 hours. If you actually if you play the original one, then you're probably going to take it a little bit smoothly. So you could possibly get it done with done within today. Especially with experience share being forced, you know, like I know there's experience share isn't an option in this, in this game again. So the fact that it's forced on you, it's probably going to be incredibly True. low effort difficulty and, wise, and, just like mashing a, yeah. Well, speaking of this experience share, um, you know, it, yeah, it is forced anymore. You don't have an option like you did before, but the games are, have been specifically balanced around, that at this point yeah so i I always just hear from people that they're still way too easy because your your team is inevitably super over leveled they already were by halfway into the game they're never hard always been easy there's (laughs) yeah there's been they've never been difficult for sure i love gold and silver but trust me as somebody like it's been years since i did my nuzlocke on gold on um crystal but um that the grind in that game is freaking ridiculous because there is a jump at some point and there is nothing in between to help you get that level up. It is just, nope, you're going to grind for a while if you're going to be ready. And the pacing is not great. Uh, that, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that? You want to survive a milk tank? Then, well, good luck grinding for a little while. <laughs> so, I mean, there there is that. You have the extra grinding and doing every Pokemon uh in that case that this does save time again it works as an option if you just want to get all your pokemon up um 
We'll see. And hey, uh, it might have had forced XP share, but people still got their butts kicked by uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, Ultra Moon's Necrozma fight. That's for sure. I will say I remember being surprised by the teeth that the uh, Totem Mimikyu uh, fight had in uh, Vanilla Sun and Moon. I remember mm-hmm. actually like being surprised by, oh, I actually have to pay attention to this fight, or maybe I will lose. It still wasn't what I would consider hard, but it wasn't just like mindlessly mashing A through every battle easy either. True. And I, I will say, uh, at least in a uh, Nuzlocke run, uh, Cynthia in you know Platinum no joke. Yeah. <laughs> she is rough. Well, so that's for sure. Too. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, despite everything we're saying, there really still probably should be an option, there but should it be. should come with a warning saying the game wasn't designed with this in mind because mm-hmm. they rebalanced it. So they're like, you know, if you're hardcore about it, then this option's for you. But yeah, weird to not have it yeah. at the very least. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I, I'm very curious what the general reaction to um, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl is going to be because there people were asking for this for a long time, but I don't know if it's what people expected or wanted. It's a, maybe a little too close to the original and how it played. And that, there's not that big shift that, um, for example, uh, Ruby, Diamond, uh, Sapphire and Ruby had with their right. remakes. And so. I've never played original Gen 4, so this is an all-new experience for me, so I wonder oh, yeah. how I my perspective will change based on... I... Think... Oh, go ahead, Linky. I was going to say, you're probably going to enjoy it. <laughs> it has I hope one so. of my favorite trainer <laughs> themes in the, in this entire series. Wow. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, is, that is really fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm curious what you'll think uh, when you get to it, but... I don't know. I'll be replaying it here soon and uh, just, I guess, have to dodge some leaks at this point because that's that's certainly a thing. <laughs> right. But uh, one uh, question for you all. Mm-hmm. Which start are you guys going to go with? I think I think Piplup because on my original playthrough, I, did, I chose Chimchar. Or on my Nuzlocke, I, di- I did uh, Turchwig, so I might as well just complete the trilogy. Man, it's hard. I, I went with Piplup in my original playthrough because I tend to favor water types, except in very specific situations. Uh, I, I might go Turtwig. I, I might go Piplup again, but I don't think I'd go Chimchar. Uh, I think so. It's either I go Piplup again or I, I switch to Turtwig. One, one of those two. I'm probably going to go Chimchar just because I love Chimchar's design. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I'm always excited by the fire starters. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe I just like orange and red colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as, as Killamox points out, uh, there aren't a lot of fire types in Gen 4. So that's mm. another good reason to pick uh, Chimchar. Oh, I get okay. reason. I just, I've never been a big, a big fan of Infernape's design. I like Chimchar. I think he's adorable or think it's really? adorable, but Infernape's I'm never a big like fan of directly oh, wow. from, you know, the Monkey King. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. Thing. That's it's why just, I love it personally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love Journey that, to the West. That's Fire Goku. <laughs> fire, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Fire Goku, yeah. And here Not I to am, say I, that... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say that, and here I am. I'm going to be like, the only one who's going to pick Torchway because I'm like, dude, he's my boy. I can't pick anybody oh, else. Oh, no, I love Torchway. <laughs> he's adorable. I, I named him after Turters and Xenoblade. A- and I mean, Torterra <laughs> is pretty damn cool. It has a whole ass tree on its back. That is on true. its shell. That's, it's, and I also really love Empoleon. Like, Empoleon's got those bladed arms. Yeah, I don't know. Just for me personally, I'm not saying Infernape's lame. Sorry, Infernape fans, 
love Infernape. He's <laughs> he's cool. Just not for me personally. I'm not saying he's any worse or it's any worse than the others. It's like me being Fair an Incineroar fan and having to uh, defend myself against like the whole internet. <laughs> Your wrestler lion, lion. do it. <laughs> to be fair, He's I'm also boy. not a big fan of fire types. Like as a whole, it's just kind of like I'm more of a water type, ice type person. So that also mm-hmm. that bias also plays into it. It doesn't have anything to do with Infernape itself. Stop coming after me. I see people angry in the chat. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't come after me. No Infernape slander here. Infernape's great. I'm just not a fire type guy. That's all. Build your torches. <laughs> I know. God, what have I done? What have I done yep. to myself? You've riled the Pokemon fans. That is not a good idea. <laughs> no, it really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get to our uh, next uh, subject, there is a few more um, super chats here. We've got Jason Henry with uh, $5. How's it going, Jason? I recognize that name. Saying Nintendo Switch Sonic 2022 will cause both seizures and violent diarrhea. Never assume Sega's ambition. P.S. I love Linky. I had to read that because of Linky, loving Linky, and we love Linky too. Hell yeah, we do. There's that. Wreck BCQ with a $5 super chat saying it's surprising that the largest multimedia franchise on earth can't seem to stop their games from leaking. Honestly, it's impressive for who leaks it. I mean, it's literally, I think just people, you know, Oh, Hey, we got a copy. You want it? It's like, yeah, I, I think it's just retailers being like not caring about keeping to the street dates. Like, well, it's Pokemon. There's a thing that we have something at, at my store that we call, Oh, it's just a game stop or it, it's just a Walmart approach where they basically like, oh, we got this game in stock. Uh, is this thing for sale? Sure, whatever. Just take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, it's well worth going to a Walmart and see if there's an employee that just doesn't care. Yeah. I mean, that's how I got this monitor for a really cheap price. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's they, perfect. Well, to be fair, they put a uh, clear sticker on like one of these nice new uh, curved monitors. And I'm like, hey, how much is this for? He's like, oh, it's just 50 bucks. I'm like, let's go. Come on. Take it with me. Right. <laughs> <It's old>. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and the last super chat, I won't read it out because it's more personal, but uh, it's specifically at your at, towards you, Ash. So that's something um, you can yeah. take a look at when you get a chance. Oh, actually, I already so, saw it. I can read it out really quick if we want. Well, I mean, it's it's just about how to DM you, so I'm not sure if that's a good thing to respond to on stream. So, oh, sure, uh, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, it's my personal phone number. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna give out my Discord handle, but if you know, if you're already in our Patreon that's different and my dms are generally open but also know that i get a lot of dms so if i don't get back to you right away don't take it personally that's why but i'm i'd be happy to answer your question whenever i'm able to but yeah so if you have my discord handle go ahead and reach out no problem yeah so thank you very much and for the thank super you chat, so much as yeah. well to dashy who retracted their message i think it was pokemon related but i think they we kind of answered what they said but thank you very much for the super chat either way yes thank you so uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next story where it's um, historic. I, I don't know. This is <laughs> weird. So uh, Metal Gear Solid games are being have been delisted across multiple platforms. Uh, not because Konami's like, well, screw Metal Gear Solid. No, it's because the historical footage being used in those games, the license has run out. And in order to get them back up, Konami needs to fix to fix it to basically repay for the licenses. Um, so basically, Metal Gear Solid uh, Two and Three HD Edition 
uh, and the original Metal Gear Solid HD edition on PlayStation 3 have been del- delisted. Same for those games on Vita. Uh, the PlayStation Now version of Metal Gear Solid HD collection, uh, the 360 version of Metal Gear Solid HD edition 2 and 3, the 3DS version of Metal Gear Solid 3, uh, good old games version of Metal Gear Solid 2 subs- uh, Substance, and the NVIDIA Shield uh, versions of Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 HD for NVIDIA Shield. So all those were uh, taken down today. And, um, you know, Konami says they'll get it back up, but uh, how? Like, why did they not know this was coming up and prevent it from happening, <laughs> like, right away? Someone dropped before it. Yeah. Happened. <laughs> I can see the intern just basically checking the emails, be like, all right, junk mail, junk mail, junk mail, junk mail. Oh, what's this important? And eh, just junk mail. Yeah. And then, like, two weeks later, important bonus. Uh, you basically got today to pay it off. It's like, oh, we don't have the payment yet. We don't have the, we don't have our paychecks yet. Uh... Pull it from the store, pull it from the store, pull it from the store. Hurry right before they charge yeah. the <laughs> that, that totally is what this reads like. I saw a post, I think, on Era this morning about this, and somebody was saying this reads like somebody was just like asleep for a long time and woke up and was like, oh, shit, yeah, our, these rights are expiring. Uh, yeah, let's we better figure this out. Uh, delist everything, and we'll figure it out later. This definitely feels like a last-minute scramble that they just completely forgot that this was even a problem. Uh, so they they just removed it because they were just using actual footage from history channels and stuff like that one is because they just lost the licensing for those correct yeah it is literally just historical footage it's not Konami being awful for any reason they just sort of missed something they missed a memo somewhere Uh, it's a very odd situation and it is funny it's just like it's old historical footage from like the 40s it's all grainy and whatnot it's just meant to evoke a feeling of the old like Yes, the wars were like this, and you know this is the military-industrial complex and how it goes, all goes, and things like that. So, and then Konami reops the game with all the videos taken down, but it's just like child drawings up on every part of it. It's like war, war is really bad. Uh, we had a uh, what are these drawings? I don't know what's going on. It's just here, like them doing like multiple takes. Like I'm just saying, you're like, what does this mean? It's just drawings. <laughs> I hope they don't just take it out. Like, I don't know what they would replace it with, but but that historical footage, like, I know we don't know exactly which snippets of footage are responsible for this. It might be all of them, might be some of them, but I know anybody who's played Metal Gear knows the kind of cutscenes they're talking about, and they add a certain very Metal Gear flavor to the proceedings. And so I, mm-hmm. I feel like it wouldn't yeah. quite be the same without that that historical footage. And so I kind of hope they... They uh, this is Konami, so who knows what they're going to do? But I do hope they just agree to just pay the whatever they need to pay to keep the games the way they are and just release them unaltered. But I guess we'll see. That might not be tenable long, long term, though. Which they are working on it because they say they are renewing the licenses and just ask for patience. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll see how they choose to handle it. Um, but but I I do hope that they don't like re-release them with just that stuff taking taken out. And just, well, I don't know, a black screen or I don't know what they would do to replace the footage necessarily. But I I hope they keep it intact because I do think it adds, you know, a lot to the flavor of those games stories. Yeah, agreed. Or or what they might do is like, hey, I have like some interns. Let's fly around like the world and just be like, hey, take some video, take some photos. We'll edit it in post. We'll just make our own sort of like historic uh, videos and stuff like that. No, yeah. the, the footage is back. It just says DirectX at the top now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or whatever it was. It was a Divix. Oh, it's your Cam 3 and 2. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's, that's what we need. Yeah. Now, now we're talking. That's the true experience. It just takes it from like YouTube pages from like 
20 years ago where there were just uh, these like blatant like videos just like history was bad. So let me talk about it. <laughs> it's yeah. just nothing but like weird images. <laughs> I love it. Oh man. I, yeah, I love it. The watermark snake. <laughs> the the weirdest thing to me, it just it's not even regarding this whole story, but it just every time I think of Metal Gear Solid 2 and just where the world is now and even just a few years after Metal Gear Solid 2. That's where I first heard the word meme. Oh, uh-huh. I was like, he's talking about memes. I'm like, what the heck is he talking about? Yeah, like, passing on your memetic legacy. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't know what, what's going on. It is very strange how prophetic uh, Sakurai could be at times. Sakurai? You mean uh, Sakurai, Kojima. Uh, Kojima, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, wait God. a minute. This just got really... Can you imagine a Sakurai made Metal Gear game? That's, this just got weird. You know, well, that'd be actually, pretty awesome. I actually <laughs> can't. Yeah. War. Oh, God. Um, really quickly, uh, I have a piece of breaking news. Uh, the kind of breaking news we love here on TNT. Oh. Uh, I, just, I just got the heads up that Mubar has moved up to the producer tier. They were previously part of the Discord community member tier on our Patreon, and they have upped their pledge to the producer tier. So welcome to the producer squad, Mubar, and thank you very much. Yeah. That's awesome. Hell yeah. So, yeah, very cool. But, uh, yeah, I mean, on one hand, it's Konami being Konami. On the other hand, it's kind of funny. And on the other hand, it's, I mean, they're fixing it, so I guess it doesn't matter in the long run. I don't think there's anybody out right. there like, no, I missed my chance to buy these games that have been out there for a while. How am I ever going to play Metal Gear Solid on the NVIDIA Shield? <laughs> I wonder if we're still going to be selling copies at our store. <laughs> That's what I want to know. It might be. I mean, I can just, I can just hey, imagine my boss. I like, have physical media. That kind of solves that problem. Yeah. So. I don't think they oh, would well. take it off of store shelves because they have to they no. have to sell through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I well, love like, I love copies are going out. I love Searchman DS's take on what a Sakurai led MGS game uh would look like here and or sound like, I guess, here on YouTube chat saying, War is hell. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. I would totally play a game with Kirby and the and the you know the the no emotional hardcore grizzled snake roll hell yeah i'd be all about that at night with a gun <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh god it is just you know brother it on top of rex it's actually oh. Dynam- it's actually oh, dynablade oh. and it's uh, po- uh it's kirby and oh. meta knight battling it out like snake and, and oh man I'm you, Dinoblade. I'm your shadow. <laughs> I can totally, man, bring it on. Bring on the weirdness. I'm all about it. I love it. It was through this cursed arm I lived on, Kirby. This <laughs> <Yeah>. arm. <laughs> oh, I love it. I can just see like a Waddle D with the cursed arm. <laughs> oh, oh, my man. God. <laughs> <laughs> Who would oh, Waddle D? I'm freaking awesome. I'd be crazy. What, what... <laughs> Would it would it be uh, Waddle D is the Ocelot or would it be D D D or we could have um uh who would be Otacon? Oh man, that's a good question. Who would be Otacon? Marks? No, Marks is insane. He'd be the best bet for best like bet Liquid true. or uh, the pain. Yeah, <laughs> just the pain. Bandana oh, D. Damn, Bandana D. Yeah, Bandana B is is kind of. 
regular enough and kind of in the background enough sometimes that I feel like could, he could work at work as Otacon. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, nice. Uh, we'll we'll be writing. <laughs> oh my god. Well, now that we're done fan casting, let's go ahead and uh, actually read up a, another super chat before we move on. First up, uh, actually, yeah, from Rec BCQ. Sorry, I'm all, all over the place today. With a five dollar super chat saying, "My final college show was go- will be going up on November twenty twenty first. I'll be stuck in rehearsal for a bit, so preemptive wishes for of broken legs would be wonderful." Absolutely. Hope you do well. Yeah break a leg not literally of course but no dude you're gonna kill it i'm sure uh all the good vibes to you good luck and let us know how it goes even though we already know it's gonna turn out perfectly well because you're awesome and you got this yeah you already get the a plus what you gotta worry about yeah Yeah, exactly no legs broken uh, required yeah no actual legs broken yeah i mean you can break my legs i mean if that helps you out (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here you're allowed to break their legs so yeah that's very generous man Cool. Yeah. It means I don't have to work Black Friday next week. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. I have an excuse. Um, <laughs> well, let's move on to our third story of the night where, um, you know what? It seems like you can't even be paid if we work at Ubisoft right now. <laughs> oh, man. So Ubisoft Canada has announced pay increases uh, basically to stem the tide of staff just leaving like crazy over there. Um, basically, uh, there's been an exodus of many of its most senior developers. And while there are raises across the board, uh, for example, um, uh, junior staff will receive a five to 7% increase while most senior staff could see their pay increase up to, up to 20%. Uh, it is still, uh, prompting a ton of criticism, uh, that it basically reinforces the re- existing inequalities at the studio. So yeah. basically, uh, the lower level de- developer might see a fifty thousand years salary increase. Uh, it, it, you know, they're making fifty thousand dollars a year, but a five to seven percent increase would only increase it by another twenty five hundred. While the person making a hundred thousand dollars a year could get another twenty thousand. So it it's still kind of unequal and. It's not good that they're bleeding a lot of these senior developers because Ubisoft Canada's where uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Far Cry 6, and Watch Dogs Legion were all developed. So, um, not going well. Pay your employees. Just, I mean, it should be that simple. Just pay your freaking employees. (laughs) Well said, Brandon. It's that simple. But apparently that, even that is asking too much. Um... Yeah, pay your employees and and pay them. Don't only pay the ones who already make the most. Don't give them the biggest bumps. Like, give everyone a bump. Like, it, it only it, as as the Kotaku article says, it only really fuels inequality if you're bumping up the people who already make the most by the most. Like, lift up the people below you. Lift up the people who aren't making much. This just seems so obvious to me. A five to seven percent increase on someone making fifty thousand dollars. Is basically nothing when you're yeah. giving a twenty percent increase to the guy who makes a hundred thousand dollars. That doesn't make any That's sense. No, nope. doesn't make any sense. Why not just do it like twenty percent across the board? If not, if if you're going to pull that crap, <laughs> it just seems like these companies are always trying to flirt with you know, like what's the very bare minimum, the least I can do for for these employees without making them leave like okay what's the least i can do to convince them to stay but not a cent more and i just 
I hate that mentality. I hate that mentality. Pay people what they're worth, and people are worth a lot more in general than what you know game developers pay them, unless you're an executive, and maybe then at that point you're maybe worth less than what you make. It's it's so dumb too, because like you know you've if you're so worried about your bottom line, why are you paying the people who are making the most already so much more when it would go mm-hmm. so much farther for the employees underneath? Who are making less? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that, it would go so much further. It it literally makes zero sense. I don't get it. And it seems like they're only doing it in reaction to people leaving. It's not as though like like Allenad mentioned in our live audience chat. Are we really complaining about them increasing salaries now? And that's a fair point. We don't want to lose the forest for the trees. In general, it's always a good thing when people are paid more, right? That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Ubisoft. But they're not doing it for the right reasons. It's not as though they're doing it out of the goodness of their hearts. They're doing it because people are leaving. So they're doing it because they have to. So, you know, it doesn't – we're not complaining about people getting paid more, but it's not as though this is just being done because Ubisoft loves their employees and when want to reward them for the work they've been doing. They're doing it because people are leaving for, for greener pastures. So it's not really for the right reasons. Yeah, it's just – it's kind of a mess, and it's once again companies being like, well, just shut them up, just shut them up. <laughs> That's all that really matters. It's not like actually trying to fix the problem. It's just trying to get people to be quiet and, you know, do the work they're being asked to do. And, yeah. you know, the 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 group of better Ubisoft is, you know, not impressed. They talked uh, to Kotaku, who said this, that basically that the moves do absolutely nothing to address the key demands of the group of, you know, better Ubisoft. Uh, yeah. And by weighting the pay ra- uh, rises enormously in favor of senior staff, management are exacerbating the gap between highly and lowly paid workers. And guess what? Your lowly paid workers are going to become your senior workers at some point. So, yeah. It's yeah, actively it's, making it, the it's, issue worse. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, uh, on the face of it, get people getting paid more is a good thing, but it shouldn't only be your senior people. It, 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 it should. I mean, really, if anything, it's the people who are making less who need the help more. And they're just as valuable. So yeah, it's just it's 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 a good thing, you know, in a vacuum for sure. But when you look at it in the proper context, you see that it's really only exacerbating existing inequalities. And again, they're only doing it because they feel like they're being forced to, not because they're you know not out of any sense of you know humanitarianism or you know goodness or you know oh we just we just want to give our employees more because they deserve it. They've been working so hard. No, it's because they're scared of losing too many employees for paying them too little. And that's not a good reason, really. The big thing here is that Montreal has become uh, kind of a big game development mecca over the past few years. And so it's become highly competitive between all of these companies in Montreal for that talent. So Ubisoft not paying enough is kind of exacerbating that whole thing. Like, uh, as Kotaku mentions in their article, another Montreal studio, Eidos, who just did um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, they announced last month they're going to be moving to a four-day-a-week, a four-day, 32-hour work week, and that Ubisoft experimented with a 36-hour work week uh, over the past summer, and that management had considered the initiative a success, but when uh, asked to continue it or expand it, the policy was shot down as unworkable. So Ubisoft's like, hey, it's a success. I mean, well, the management's like, hey, it's a success. Can we keep doing this? No, no, it's not good. 
we can't work. They make this work. That's silly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, you know, uh, then again, this is Ubisoft at the end of the day. And uh, none of us here are under any illusions of, of them being, you know, one of the, the greats anymore. They, they certainly used to be, I would say, but the way, you know, the, the scandals they've come under fire for the company culture. I mean, they're not that far off from Activision Blizzard in, in that sense, in terms of everything they've come under fire for and them, you know, underpaying their employees. I mean, that's just a game, a game industry pox in general. And Ubisoft are just as guilty of that as, you know, uh, just as guilty for that as so many other companies. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, more of a mess. It's, it's mean, it's, you know, it's weird. I saw people mention this. It's like, uh, with, well, frequent pause is trying to mention this. Um, stop making EA look better. When's the last time you heard anybody really complain about EA? That's the weird thing. It's Activision and Ubisoft now, but you don't hear about EA too much anymore. Yeah, it's true. I think people just yeah. kind of know what to expect from EA in terms of they're just going to keep doing what they do. We may not like it, but they're not. Yeah, I guess EA isn't isn't quite as actively aggressively toxic, uh, or or you know ruining things for other people as as these two companies are. <laughs> I guess it's easy to lower your head when all this horrible stuff is taking place. <laughs> yeah, and it's so public. A little easier to hide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although you know, as as Juan in our patron chat does uh, point out, EA's I think it was EA CEO just showed his whole ass by making some statement about uh, NFTs being the future of gaming. I mean, oh that, that did just happen. That's that's a lot of companies right now, which is really uh, just it's EA, Square Enix even Square came Enix, out and said the same thing. Discord, uh, did you see the Discord uh, yep. poll that went out? No, I didn't. Yep. Discord sent out a poll about what do you think of NFTs? I, oh, I don't know about it. I know a little bit about it. I love them, basically those things. There's nothing in there saying, no, I don't. I well, Yes, I know about them, uh, but they're terrible. There's no option for that. It's all just like, no, I, I know hate, about them and they're great. I hate the idea that games are going to an NFT style model, whatever that even means for games. And I, I hate that there are companies who are just, I mean, obviously they're going to go where the money is, but that just feels so gross. And NFTs in general, we already know how bad for the environment they are. We're already fighting climate change. The God, this just seems like such gotta a perfect make a storm for just a disaster. God, I hate this. Ugh. Mm. I hate this. Hate it. Yeah, it's ugh. NFTs. Not good vibes. No, not bad. Vibes. Really not. <laughs> well, you might know what might be a good vibe. Maybe, hopefully, <laughs> a new trademark from Sega, which. Uh, Let's bring that up for our next story. All right. Oh, Sega has registered a trademark for Sonic Frontiers, which many have taken to the idea that this could actually be the new name for Sonic Rangers. It's not Sonic Rangers anymore. It's Sonic Frontiers, which I'll be honest, kind of like that name better. Yeah, I think I like that name more too. Sonic Rangers always seemed a little bit, it was fine, but just kind of like, plain and not very memorable sonic frontiers sounds a bit a bit hyper to me reminded uh, me of pokemon and I'm looking, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah for sure mm-hmm. um i'm looking forward to seeing what this game's what this game brings to the table i just hope they take all the time they need to get it right please please put your best foot forward with this game sonic team don't let this be another forces please don't let this be another forces 
Honestly, I, I just know. like the uh, word frontier a lot better than rangers because whenever you think of a ranger, you're just like thinking like, oh, it's a ranger out there in the woods. Yeah. Thing. But when you see, but when you hear frontier, it's like this is a whole new landscape that's going to be open for exploring and all this sort of thing. And Random, for a yeah. Sonic game like that one, a big environment, a new area, no green hill, no green hill, no green hill. I'm calling it right now. Not yeah. gonna be a green hill in this one. <laughs> We're gonna be seeing a bunch of new stuff. <laughs> you'll see, but you'll see a green hill somewhere. But it's if I, if I see one green hill, I'm gonna come back to this video and say, "Gosh dang it, Garrett!" <laughs> <laughs> I see one more green hill. I'm turning this car around right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, Neoxen in our YouTube chat says there was a YouTube rumor that called uh, that called the the fact that Rangers was only a working title. That mentioned details like no wisps, there being a DLC expansion, a huge world, and budget, and more. So, uh, you know that that would certainly suggest that the rest of those, you know, nuggets of information might apply to what Sonic Frontiers actually ends up being. Um, but yeah, I, I like the idea that this is the real name, and, and Rangers was just a working name. And I just want to find out more about this game now. That and Sonic Origins, of course. I don't count Sand Hill. I don't count Sand Hill. It's still Green Hill. It's still Green Hill. Yeah, exactly. It still doesn't count. No version of Green Hill. Yeah. It's still Green Hill. It's still Green Hill. It's, yeah, it's the same thing. I'm instilled with a little bit of confidence knowing that they're taking their time. Because when have they ever done that? I Literally tell me, because I have no idea. Have they ever done this? The last time I think they delayed a Sonic game to polish it a bit more was Sonic uh, Boom Fire and Ice, which was better than the first Sonic Boom Fire uh, 3DS title. It was not yeah, bad. It was That's fair. Um, so, yeah, I the fact that they're taking some extra care into this makes me think that they're actively trying. And it's not a Sonic Forces situation where the game wasn't even in development when they first gave us that CG trailer. Um so I, I, I hope it's good. I have a little bit of confidence. Just just take that confidence and run with it, please. We need a win. Yeah. I we really do could we really could use another win for Sonic. It's been a while. And I mean, yeah. And and the thing is we know, we know from past experience that when Sonic team put their best foot forward, they can deliver. I still think Sonic Generations is one of the best Sonic games ever Agreed. made. I adore yep. that game. Both the 2D and 3D sections. So when they really put their best foot forward, we they've proven to us that they've got what it takes to make a damn good Sonic game. But then we get you know stuff like Forces that show that when they don't put their best foot forward, it, it's just like they don't know what the fuck they're doing with with the franchise. <laughs> so please let I almost said Rangers, but please let Frontiers just be a an example of the latter that reminds us all that Sonic Team really can kick ass when they put their minds to it. They really can. Mm -hmm. I and mean, make that rocking music too. Oh god! Oh yeah! Oh, there, portion... there has to be a Crush Forty song for this thing, the game. There has to be. Even a portion I... of Unleashed is good. A portion, yeah. yeah. A portion <laughs> of Unleashed is good. I agree with that. The day half of Unleashed is a badass game. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. So you know, I, we yeah. I still think Generations had the best use of the Red Rings, unlocking songs that you could then play on the levels as you replay yep. them. That, my God, I use that so much. That was wonderful. I want that for return. Just bring back old Sonic music and bam, put it in any level you want from the game. And hey, there you go. The extra or if challenges. it is big and open world, Sonic has a radio. Listen to his old songs on the radio as he's going around. I don't care. 
Those extra challenges like for every level, too, I thought were really fun. Like, uh -huh. actually, I actively enjoyed doing most of them. Yeah. Which uh, I was surprised by. <laughs> I mean, and think how much better Generations could have been because there are signs everywhere in that game that there was so much cut, cut content. Yeah. Mm hmm. So if they would actually give that more time, but granted they were also trying to hit what the 25th anniversary at that point. Give us Sonic right. regeneration. I think it's 20th. <laughs> oh my god, 28 10 years since generations. <laughs> don't say oh that. To me. I may have got that wrong. It may be 20th. I don't know. It's been I played that game <laughs> on my crappy laptop at like 15 frames per second, but I really wanted to play it, so I I <laughs> stuck with it anyway. It's a testament yeah. how good, how good it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ditto M reminds us in our live audience patron chat that Mania was also delayed for quality, you know, for quality's sake. So true, but and, and both yeah, those times, those are studios that weren't directly Sonic Team. I think right. this is the first time Sonic Team themselves has delayed a game. You might, you might be right. Yeah, Thanks. and man, I just, I hope it, it, I hope it delivers. I, I want nothing more than for Sonic Frontiers to be fucking badass, man. I want this game to be great. And I believe it's possible, but it's it's definitely a wait and see thing. Is this is this best Sonic Team or is this like eh Sonic Team? We don't know until the game comes out. Well, do you also think it's possible that because this has gotten has gotten trade trademark and they have this new name, could we see a reveal sooner? Or are they going to wait till like next year for for example? I'm going to say next year. I would say either next year or maybe possibly perhaps a new trailer at the Game Awards. Oh, that'd oh be yeah! Good. I Game forgot it would be a perfect place for it. Yeah, I could see maybe getting a new look at it with at the Game Awards, and yeah, that would that's not very far away. It's only I, a few weeks now. Jeez, I wouldn't be surprised if they try and push it around the time of uh, the second Sonic movie, just to right. get that promotional tie-in. Uh, 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 yeah, there'll yeah. probably be a a movie Sonic skin like they've been throwing in all the mobile games. Yeah, fair. Yeah. <laughs> No, I like that idea. I guess it just depends on if they feel like it needs any more time in the oven in a delay sense. But if not, yeah. and they're on track with what we know, then mm -hmm. I feel like positioning it to release around the same time as the Sonic 2 movie does make sense. Bring back move, the original movie, One Sonic. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. They're going to do it for the meme at some point. Oh, right. yeah. They're going to be like... It's going to be like not in a million years and it just <laughs> disappears. If I mean, Sonic Hedgehog can hit superstar Sega fame... Like in games and in the movie, it uh huh. It's old Sonic design going to do it's it, or, or fake Sonic. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. mean, the other thing is, is the, uh, the you know the Knuckles render I used is from Sonic Dash. They brought back his hat from the Sonic OVA and made it into the game. So mm -hmm. Sega has been known to uh, use that meme culture for Sonic. So I could see it. Mm -hmm. Good hat. Um, <laughs> Neoxen adds that going by the rumor they mentioned earlier, the game may still get pushed back to 2023. I have heard that. I, I have heard about that aspect of the rumor. And you know what? If it does, if that's what it needs to be great, then fine. That's totally cool with me. I just want this game to be great for the franchise and just prove to people once again that 3D Sonic can be badass when Sonic Team really, really knocks it out of the park. So if it gets delayed to 2023, fine. Just get it right. <laughs> please yep exactly <laughs> so uh yeah I don't, I don't know we'll see we'll see what actually happens but uh before we move on we got a few more super chats first up from moon ghost doodles with uh 129 mexican pesos 
says, uh, th- well, thank you so much. And first, uh, next up is saying, oh, blah, boy, I can't talk today. God, that sucks. <laughs> he says, I'm here. Yeah, I'm just too blinded by your greatness. (laughs) (laughs) Moon goes, that's why I had to keep you off camera. Otherwise, we can't do it. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But yes, thank you so much, Moon Ghost Doodles. They said, in my opinion, the people who say Pokemon games got easier are the same people who preemptively grind a lot. No grinding in an RPG is always a win. Uh, Good vibes to all. I feel like some grinding is still uh, kind of necessary at times, but I, I do know other people do overgrind. Definitely. Um, I just, I think it, the, the experience share being, you know, like a shared thing that you can't turn off almost makes it impossible not to grind, uh, even when you're not trying to, because Pokemon you're not actively actively using are still getting all that experience. So I just feel like yeah. whether you know it or feel and like you get you're experience doing it or not, for catching a Pokemon are. now. So oh, wow, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. So if you're just so. trying to catch a bunch of Pokemon, you're getting a bunch of experience. So yeah. If you oh, want to talk man. about overgrinding my friend uh, experiment he likes to overgrain a lot in, in early parts of rpgs where he's basically 99 level 99 before he faced the first gym <laughs> that's how long he does grind for i have I seen grind. that where I, i'm sure you heard of this uh ash where somebody uh f- you know did the titus riku and waka fights in kingdom hearts one oh, and got up to level 99 before moving on with the rest of the game i don't why would you ever i mean hey whatever makes you happy if that's how you want to spend your time but i can't imagine wanting to ever do that i guess just to say no. that you can right it's just an achievement to say hey i did this uh-huh. but yeah i uh, i'm good on that i, I can't I, I did remember hearing about that and i don't know how long it took them but i know it was a long time yeah seriously have you yeah. ever wanted to spend a whole entire day beating the crap out of tedis and uh, waka well there you go <laughs> yeah true enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, Trace Hall with $5 super chat saying, love you gamers. I can't wait for Pokemon, uh, brilliant diamonds, uh, shining Earl. Well, they did the other, I'm not sure if that was a, a typo or not, but, uh, they did what BDSP <laughs> looks like but next it. week. I've made that mistake before. Not necessarily. Oh, yeah. typing, I have to correct myself constantly. It. Yeah. That's so good. I've definitely had to correct myself before. That's yeah. But, uh, we know what you meant trace for sure. And thank you so much for the donation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to our final story, which uh speaking of delays. <laughs> yeah, speaking of yeah. delays. Uh let's let's bring it up. So, Final Fantasy 14 Endwalker, the Endwalker expansion has been delayed until December 7th. The team needs a few more weeks to get everything set uh it, this uh and you know the, the but the early access is still available de- december 3rd now i believe i can't remember the i was looking for the original release date but it was like november what 20th or something like that Lincoln? 23rd i thought uh, I the night the 19th or no the 19th for the early access the 22nd for the uh, official release okay. was the okay. original time so yeah about two weeks or so delay uh and basically uh it comes down to the fact that um they, 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 it also shifts some of the planned patches to later. 6.0, 6.0.1 will be available starting December 21st, while patch 6.0.5 will go up on January 4th. And um, basically, Yoshi P explained that the delay is due to him and his team fine-tuning the game to make it the best experience they could. Unfortunately, all those adjustments pushed, in, uh, pushed into the time set aside for final quality assurance checks. And uh, as Yoshi P says... At this rate, there, were, there was a bigger risk of us 
reaching the release date without ensuring stability as one form of quality. And for that, I have decided to postpone the release at this time. We all, as we also anticipate large amounts of congestion across all game worlds, I felt that even in this respect, it wouldn't be right for us to release the expansion while lacking adequate stability. I am truly sorry. And he definitely did his old bow, apologized profusely, uh, did it way more than anybody ever expected from him. And all of every Final Fantasy fourteen fans I, I've seen is like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say there, this man has been through a lot because this is the first time he had to delay a game because originally he had to delay a uh, uh, a whole entire uh, patch. I, I can't remember off the top of my head for about from spring to uh, summertime. And he basically just kept apologizing and kept apologizing. I'm like, dude, it's OK. If you want to make some more time, it's fine with us as long as you're owning up into it and not BSing it like, oh, we're just going to push it out there now and have it patched later. You can't do that. Or he didn't want to do that because he wants you to have the game as best as you can right then and now because he wants you to get the best experience without any kind of a uh, quirks or anything like that one. Because that's his goal is to make a game that's basically built for yourself, something that he and his team will actually play because they're all they're all playing the game alongside with us. And if they're not confident with the final product, they're going to go back and remake the game as many times as you can because they don't want a repeat of 1.0, which 1.0 was basically the downfall of 14. And they want to avoid that as much as possible. That's why all the fans are like, we love you, man. Just take all the time he needs. And the dude hates letting people down as much. Because I saw the live feed, especially for the live later that happened, where he was kind of tearing up about, like, the moment he says, like, we have to delay this sort of thing, you can just feel that heart heartbreak right there. And it was just... You had to be there for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. I've I've seen the way this man works since I've gotten into 14 and it's amazing the dedication he has. And it, it says something that just how much trust people have in him at this point, because I have uh, a friend who used a bunch of PTO <laughs> to, to, to be ready <laughs> to play Final Fantasy and Walker as soon as it comes it. out as much as possible. And now he's working, trying to get the uh, PTO shifted. So it's for the new release. Um, but uh, yeah, it's one of those things like even he's like, eh, yeah, it's for a better game. It's the way it goes. Like he wasn't upset. It's just like, well, I just got to shift things around and try this again. Jesus Christ. What's going on? Yeah, I guess I the Endwalker hype is, is over here as really well. Walker. Really yeah. intense up there. My Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I've got like multiple ambulances screaming down Wilshire Boulevard I mean, right now. I guess the Endwalker hype only level eight, <laughs> right? Man, I guess so. Um, I I love what I've seen. I, obviously, I am not an MMO guy, and I haven't had the time to really dig into FF14. Um, even you know, if someone tells me level eight just is only, only barely any of the game. Obviously, it is. But I love what I've seen and I've heard of this community. I love uh, how this community, from what I've been told and what I've kind of experienced through osmosis, is the exact opposite of communities like, say, the Smash community, where the the, the fans seem so appreciative of Yoshi P's efforts and, and aren't toxic and aren't demanding or angry or, you know, complaining that there's been delay. They seem to genuinely appreciate his efforts and everything he does. And there seems to be a genuine, just good vibes connection and, and a lot of two way respect between uh, Yoshi P and the fan base. And it seems like it's a two way street. The, the fans really respect his efforts. He really respects their dedication to the game. I just love how 
wholesome and just warm and gooey I feel about <laughs> when I hear about the FF14 community. Yeah, I'm about to say there, that's always like one thing I'm always trying to do for people is I'm trying to be the mentor as I, as I am to help people basically go through the game because I enjoy this game. I want people to go through the game as well in the same manner as I did my first time through because my first time through, I was going with everybody at the same time. But now that I'm basically done with 14, besides one ultimate, but I will get to that later. <laughs> uh, I am basically going back, helping these new players get through the story and stuff like that. I'm keeping my mouth shut because I want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I hear the plot gets crazy as time goes on. Oh, but. yeah. Yes. Especially when you get to Heaven's Word. Good luck with that, Derek. I'm not going to say any more. <laughs> uh, and Crystal Tower and Crystal Tower, because that's going to be playing a part later on. Yeah, as you can possibly be... know. Thursday. Yeah, it'll be this Thursday. Mm. I'll be streaming that. Um, but uh, let, let me finish up my thought real quick. Oh, sure, uh, sure, sure. But uh, it's also the same way when it comes to raiding and stuff like that one, because when we did the whole uh, T9 raid, you saw me basically give me like a little tips and stuff like that one. Like, I'm not discouraging people. I'm helping you guys. And that's what that's what 14 just feels like, feels like, feels like for everybody where we're just climbing up the same mountain, but we're also extending hands for people who's having struggles with it. And we're basically Love teaching that. our ways and stuff like that, because honestly, we're all climbing up the same mountain, but at the same time, if one of us lets go, then we all fall down and then we got to reset. Then we got to get echo. Then we got to learn to fight again. And then it's a fun time. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. It's, I love that. I mean, I, I've talked to somebody who is a newbie uh, and you know, not first MMO and not sure about it, but they've played it enough now that they feel really confident and they do this. They extend that same reach to help newer players, because I think that's the thing is that a lot of people who got into 14 are not used to MMOs. And so they're like, you know, they know how it was starting out. Let's go back and help them out. And uh, I think that's a really cool aspect of it. I know, Brandon, a while ago you were playing. How far are you now? Have you made any progress or? I'm still in 2.x, but the closer we get to Endwalker, the more the itch is coming back to catch what, up. Mm -hmm. Do you remember exactly where in 2.x you were? I think I'm right before King Moggy Mog, I want to say. Okay, so <laughs> Hold up, what? <laughs> he say Moggy Mog? Yeah. Isn't Mo that his Mog, name? Moogle, the, the Mog Primal. It's King Moogle Mog. <laughs> yeah. Moogle oh, Mog. okay. It's yeah, been a while. Never heard anyone call him Moggy Mog. <laughs> hey, you know, name. to be fair, to be fair, Final Fantasy has a bunch of weird names. I, I had an ex once who called uh, Bahamut Ahamut, and I, I I knew she was wrong, but I but she you know insisted it was Bahamut. I'm like I'm pretty sure it's Bahamut, but you know I didn't I didn't argue the point because you know what Final Fantasy has a lot of weird names, so whatever. Mm -hmm. It does it does it's just now i can't look at moogle mug the same way moggy mog is pretty great i do love it's that moggy name, mog from now on <laughs> yeah it's moggy mog that's his, that's his new name um i i do think it it does pick it is a drag for a while those two point x stuff but i do think it picks up once you get to two point yeah 2.4 2.3 at the end it starts getting interesting but 2.4 i think has been really interesting so far and here okay. 2.5 is in well incredible <laughs> so yeah, yeah i'm i'm currently in the uh <laughs> the biggest part of the slog i want to say yeah <laughs> i have about <laughs> 10 more quests to do before i'm done with uh 2.4 yeah i'm about to say there a rumble born it's basically your tutorial. You're going to learn your moves. You're going to learn the basics. You're going to learn how to tank, DPS, and heals. 
it's very necessary that you basically play the play it for both the story as well as the gameplay because you got to learn how to tank, you got to learn positionals, you got to learn how to heal, you got to learn all this sort of thing. That's why it's going to be a little bit of drag because you're still learning and all sort of thing. But once you basically climb up to Heavensward and soar to the skies and start flying around and all sort of thing, you're going to have an amazing time. And then you go to Stormblood and then you go to Shadowbringers and then you're going to have an amazing time with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This is a collaboration that now needs to happen after Brandon revealed his pronunciation. Press Jason to X says Snoop Moggy Mog. That's too good. This is a collab that needs to happen now. It has to happen. If you start in Gridania, you get to see a mog get drunk. Well, oh, really? Drink at least. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. You steal somebody's uh, alcohol. That's great. I love that. Sadly, Uh, I started a new doll, so I didn't see that. I just got an arrow shot at me. There you go. Yeah. I I would love to get back in and play 14, but I just know I don't have the, the time to sink into it. Not yeah. if not not if I would not want to take it away least, from other games. Yeah. If you find extra time, Ash, there, I've, like you probably know the, uh, the the documentary, but there was a documentary that somebody did that talked with the devs and talked to the effort, like oh. what happened, oh, what the, it was no like clip. at 1.0, and the effort to get it to 2.0 and beyond. Oh, I um, know it. Uh, it's from a point oh or point one where they basically go to like game developers and talk about this sort of thing. If you really want to know the history of Final Fantasy, I highly do recommend just look at the documentary of Final Fantasy one point oh, and it will basically get you caught up, and then you can start a Bremer Born without having the need to worry about one point stuff. Though honestly, mm-hmm. you can just straight up play. <laughs> but what? yeah, the the uh, the um. I'll documentary is really good ash like i hadn't played it yet yeah. i'm like oh my and even then there's like oh my god this man is amazing <laughs> like with you nice i've heard i mean amazing things about all, all the things he's been able to do and just his total and utter devotion to everything that 14 has become and you know it's of course it's easy to forget in the wake of its incredible success now how it started out with a realm you know there were 1.0 i should say 14 1.0 i, I played 1.0 and i think of pax mm-hmm. like i tried it out and i'm like this is empty and boring and this sucks. Yeah. It, it just did. I bounced off. It's like, Oh, that's, who that's way worse than 11. <laughs> well, apologies about that. I just got a call from a boss. <laughs> oh, no, oh. Worries. no, no that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Brandon, uh, not that one in our live audience chat says, Ash will invent more time. If only I had the know-how, if I, I, could I create wish. my own pocket <laughs> universe that I could just retreat into to get as much gaming time as I wanted to, man, I'd have done it already. We need that hyperbolic time chamber. Yeah. Or as Moon Knight says, uh, he has the double gear, whatever it's called, from Mega Man 11. That's true. If I had my own double gear system, I could just slow down time for myself and get in all that extra gaming time. That's what I need. That's the answer, of course. Ah, Perfect. There you go. Maybe one of these days I could finish Tales of Arise. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Or how many other games. But I think with that, we'll end off on that Final Fantasy news. And as we uh, uh, give me... I totally have enough time to reach Endwalker now. Totally have enough time. I can beat <laughs> nice. <it>. Nice. <laughs> but uh, I think with that, uh, that is all the news for today. Uh, so thank you all so much for watching. And Linky, where can everybody yes. find you at? Uh, well, you can find me at two places. Uh, most of the time, I'm usually on uh, twitter.com slash goodkinglinky. But I also do streams over at Twitch at twitch.tv slash goodkinglinkies. I am currently playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2, where I'm basically trying to collect every single blade. 
Good luck. RNG is nice. not in my favor, and I'm only six away from being Good done. Luck. Oh, man. And uh, right now, after I get done with uh, Xenoblade, I'm actually going to be starting either uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, because apparently there is a uh, remaster of that coming soon, oh, or another yeah. one of my RPG games, because I mainly play RPG games, or JRPG games on my end, so, yeah. Nice. Very cool. Definitely here's check hoping, out Linky. Yeah, here's hoping that FFT remaster is a real thing. But yes, Linky, thank you so much for so much for being on the show, man. It's been a pleasure. No problem, man. It's been an honor yeah. to be here. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, um, sorry, okay. Derek, before you go into your outro, I just wanted to remind everybody about our anniversary, unless you were already oh, right, right, right. Go yeah. right ahead. So just ever so everyone knows, yes, tomorrow is Good Vibes Gaming's one year anniversary. How has it already been that long? I don't know. Time flies when you're having yeah. fun. Uh, but just as a quick reminder, we're going to do Patreon posts and Twitter posts and everything about this. But we are going to have a celebratory one-year stream a week from tomorrow. We couldn't quite pull it together for tomorrow just because we've got too many things going on with our irrespective or our respective schedules. But next Tuesday, we will be doing a big celebratory stream. The GVG crew is going to be playing a lot of games together hanging out with you all, just having a good time. So look forward to that and, and keep an eye on our Twitter for more information on that. But tomorrow for our actual anniversary, we're going to be hanging out and doing some cool stuff in our discord, just some fun private streams with those of us who are around just to kind of celebrate casually. But yeah, so tomorrow in our discord, we'll be doing some cool stuff. Look out for announcements next week on YouTube, the big GBG one year celebration stream. Keep an eye on our Twitter for more information. And that's, my spiel about that. Happy one year almost birthday, everybody. One yeah. year hype! Right? <laughs> How is this even exactly. happening already? Jeez. <laughs> so, yeah. Very cool. And, yeah. And, uh, hey, if you want to get in on those festivities, uh, become a Patreon. But we also have to thank those patrons that have existed. The ones that got to a year. It wouldn't happen without all of you, big and small. Hell no, it wouldn't. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, and of course, an extra special thank you to the patrons at uh, the producer tier, as this show just wouldn't be possible without all of you. And an extra, extra special thank you to the patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those include Brandon Bovia, Rob Barman X, Fangs, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman 23, Adam O'Sullivan, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Romsky113, Critter XD, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hutek, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Azran127, Black King, Pagrama, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Maderos, Orem M, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Killamox, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, Deaneth, Coda, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Michael McCall, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hooby, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Askeron 809, Rioner, Ditto M, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Nathan Steele, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Game Dude 101, uh, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Rosa Bowling, Hi Steve's Mom, Kotar Peck, Duff196, <laughs> Kane Woolley, uh, Skull Kid Tiger, Darksteel01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior29, DJ Jurassic, 
Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Town Darling, Dinner Sonic, Derek, Jeff Ed, Wylord, Maddie, Chibi J, Stag Nasty, Mumbling Yeti, uh, Cameron Sharp, Screamo Shaman, Mason Riley, Keel, Santi the Person, Brendan Hess, Hustle Bun, Noah Fitterer, Rizamon, Calvin Atkinson, uh, Tiffany Thomas, and Hinaru77. Thank you all so, so much for that support. And remember that you too uh, can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming where you can get access to our exclusive post show and ad-free content for as little as $5 a month as well as those uh, special Discord uh, streams that will be happening tomorrow uh, for everybody to celebrate one year. So at least it's a, it's a, we're pre-gaming. We'll call that pre-gaming. Exactly. <laughs> um, well said. Yeah. So thank you all so much for watching. And if you like this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. Until next time, good night and good vibes. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. See ya.